0: You can find our podcast by searching Big Brother Sports Talk on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cash, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Yeah! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back! This is Sports Talk Podcast Episode 7. You know who I am, the main man. Dariq Hatton, like, I'm here with my co-host, Mike, talk to the people, man. What up, what up? On this week's episode, we'll be covering the NBA season has finally tipped off, Coach K keeps saying the NCAA is clean, more postseason baseball, week six in the NFL, and of course, we're going to break down week seven for you guys. Oh. Let's jump into it. What's up, Dariq? Uh, Not much. Um, quick announcement. Um... There's gonna be a little bit of a change on the podcast for a little while. Uh I'm going to the Navy for uh, basic training. So this is Derek You know, Mr. Top Five Dead or Alive. But I will be back. It won't be forever. And in the meantime, Mike's gonna keep it rolling. He's got a, a couple of uh special co-hosts that he's gonna bring on yeah. for you guys. So we'll we'll definitely keep posting. Uh don't abandon ship. Don't, don't jump shit. Don't hit the panic button. We'll be here Wednesday. We here Wednesday. We here live. Um, I think that's a good opportunity to to, to thank all the people who um, yeah, definitely put their life on the line for the country. Yeah, thank all you. Our Any, anybody that serves. You're never underappreciated in my book. I I appreciate you and have the try and have the most up respect for, for everybody regardless of their views, ethnic backgrounds, sexual orientation or rather you're male or female, none of that matters to me. If you served, I have to have some level of respect for you, because it takes a lot. So Yeah, so looking back at the last couple podcasts, this podcast is basically like a shout-out podcast. We shout-out everybody. Pretty much. <laughs> everybody so, got the so juice. So shout-out to all the servicemen. We do support your service. I mean, we do appreciate all your service. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's, let's jump into it. This is why why we're here. Mike, sports talk. Episode 7. Episode 7. Mike's heated about this topic, so we're going to jump into some basketball, but first, we're going to get a little NCAA. I I, want to give Mike the juice on this one. Yeah, My man's fired up. So, amidst College Hoops corruption trial, right? All the crazy stuff that happens in college sports, Duke head coach, Coach K, says the sport is actually pretty clean. Do you believe it? Or are you are you buying into that? I think Mike? he's lying. He has to be lying. He has to be why there's just too much that's happening. Yeah, a lot has unfolded, especially last year. I think like what two two head coaches got fired? Yeah, in the middle of the season. It wasn't season wasn't even over. And the guy from Arizona was going to lose his job too because DeAndre Ayton. They said that he was mixed up in um some type of. Uh, you know, like, like money, yeah, money some type situation. Of thing. Yeah, that's actually becoming a common thread. Uh, I don't know if you saw a report. Zion Williams actually turned down. I think it was either Kansas or Kentucky because reports said that he asked them for money. Not only asked them for money, but asked them for housing for his family and also asked them to provide him with a job. That seems a lot to bring in a prospect. Like, so, And this is coming on the same kind of... News as Coach K saying the game's clean. Yeah, Coach so, K the game's clean, but a guy that you that's he's on that's his on team. your team is asking for housing for his family. And my, that just shows that Zion Williams and his family knows what's going on in college sports. Yeah, so I think there has to be something if like a report's coming out that you're asking other teams and you went and signed with, you know, well didn't sign but you ended up committing to Duke. And like, what you, you do you want it? me to expect? You want me to believe that you asked Kentucky or Kansas, whichever one of them it was, for money, and they said no. So you're like, I just go to Duke them for free. It is yeah, what it is. Y'all want me to believe that? I can't buy that. So, so with that being said, is Coach K lying to read? I mean, I'm gonna have to say to some, de- some degree, yes. As much as I hate to say because I'm a Duke guy, for those of y'all who don't know. It's, I don't even think it's a Duke thing, though. Yeah. It's, it's I, just, a college, it's yeah, just like, a world, it's like a sport thing yeah, definitely all, the all nature throughout of the college beast, And that's just not college basketball either. It's like Coach K. Do you, you think college football is clean, too? Oh. With, with boosters. I'm going to say absolutely not. Come on, Coach K. You got Coach K is too smart to come out and say. But well, what else would Coach K do? Is Coach K gonna go bash the NCAA? Nah, Coach K makes couldn't. all the he makes That's all the his, money. He's the, he's that guy yeah. for them. So he could he couldn't actually do that. I don't think that yeah. would work for him. So with that being said, I just have a quick question. We won't go crazy on this. On next week's podcast, we'll talk about this extensively. Should college athletes be paid? You can mm-hmm. touch on it real quick, Dari. I'm gonna then, say yes. I mean. You're expecting somebody to give you their they're pretty much like a good majority of their life these are still kids at the end of the day who need either a jobs but you expect them to be student athletes which requires you to also have like you know a certain amount of college credits your grade point average has to be held to a certain standard and it's a little hard to focus when you have to worry about you am my eating ramen noodles next week or yeah. like What's up with that? that? Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna say yes to a to a degree. Yeah. Though. I'm yeah. I'm on both. I'm yes or and no. Y'all shouldn't be making like 25k a, a year. And if you guys have any free time, I'm not sure if it's HBO or so time. Before Ben Simmons got drafted, they have a um a special on Ben Simmons, of him kind of expressing how he thought going to the NCAA was a waste of time, and like he even at a point that he had to miss games. Because his grade point average was like he like missed class or his grades weren't good enough, he had to miss a game in college because of that. And Ben Simmons just keeps saying, "I didn't come here for school. I'm not at LSU to 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 do schoolwork. I'm here because I'm being forced. And, and no, <laughs> right or wrong, that's wild. I'm being yeah. forced here. Yeah, and I true. don't care about anything that isn't basketball. Yeah, so." That's kind of disrespectful. But that's though, even to another this, conversation. Student athlete. Yeah, that's, that's even that another conversation. A, yeah. One and done. That that they got rid of that, though, didn't they? The NCAA. I mean, Isn't it like two years? You have to go two years now, I believe. The NFL, the NBA got get, got rid of it, I think. But the college still. I mean, it's one of one of the two parties haven't agreed. Like two people have to agree on oh, okay, this, okay. and only one side has like. I think they both should agree. You shouldn't be able to just jump one year. Every since LeBron, people get the disease. It should be more than one year. It's of like thinking, I can't making. even get an associate's degree in one year. Yeah, like i like that's what Ben Simmons said too. Like Ben Simmons said, I'm not I'm not gonna get anything out of this. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out. I'm going to the NBA next year, and I don't need to do mathematics. I I understand that. I I do. That goes into like for me, that's like completely. I'll talk, but I'm going to say it real quick anyway. I believe if you're going to college and you're going for a specific thing, I should only have to go for that thing. I shouldn't have to learn, like, algebra when I'm trying to uh, save lives. Yeah, but the, in nursing. college, it is kind of like that, though, because that's you just trash. have to do, like, your basic math classes. Yeah, and but then, that's, like, that's trash. That's part of the college scheme. Yeah. Like, but But speaking of Ben Simmons, the NBA season has officially tipped off last tipped off. night with two games. The first game being... The Boston Celtics versus the Philadelphia 76ers, they you, actually played. Did you check any of that game out? I didn't. It was actually interesting. I got to watch, Um, like, I watched a little bit of, the, like, the last fourth quarter we watched it. Mm-hmm. But I was over my my good friend's house, and we were sitting there watching that baseball game. Okay. Went to 13 innings last night. So I'll get into that. But I did catch some highlights, and I did see, um like, the end of the fourth quarter for the Sixers. Did you see Jalen Brown's? quote-unquote dunk on Ben Simmons that wasn't I, a dunk that was no it was on Joel Embiid uh, oh yeah on that Embiid. was not a dunk on um it was Joel be looked it, it looked worse because Embiid fell yeah but Jalen Brown got blocked the ball bounced off the backboard and goes in that you didn't dunk on somebody. thank you it's like when Dwight Howard I, was in the dunk I didn't want to have to be the one to say it because like people are going like, yeah, oh they you're were, a Philly guy like of it's not you even about that. that it's it wasn't a dunk to me. No. Like it was borderline like Blake Blake Griffin used to get a lot of cats like that. Like when he was really like dunking like that in two thousand twelve, he would get he a would, lot of like, cats like that. Throw it in the rim. Yeah. That's like like forceful throw yeah. almost were like I'm like, Blake, that, that wasn't, wasn't a really dunk. a dunk. You threw bro. that in, yeah. That wasn't really a dunk. Yeah. I agree. But Sixers. Ended up losing by almost 20 points. I mean, we'll we'll pull it up. We'll pull it up. It was bad. Well, I can tell you right now in the the fourth quarter with like six minutes left, they were down by like 15. So it wasn't... So it was 87 for the Sixers, 105 for the Celtics. So it was almost 20. This is pretty much what I expected, though. For those of you who disappointed in the Sixers, cool your Jets a little bit. They played probably the best team in the East. It's game one. They played... Um, the deepest team in the NFL. I mean, in the NBA, sorry. Period. Pump your brakes. We'll we'll get to that. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But they played the deepest team in the NBA, period. I said that way before the season even started. Um, Gordon Hayward's back. He struggled. Kyrie Irving wants to resign. He struggled. So, like... Even though, yeah, they struggle, but the team has a lot of juice, is my but point. But that's like just they, feeling, feeling, they feel good about that's themselves. That's showing how great the Celtics are. They feel really good. S- Kyrie two, came back, struggled. Gordon number, Hayward came back, struggled, beat yeah. the Sixers by 18 points. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they have a lot of juice. They're going to shock a lot of teams early. So, if you're a Sixers fan or if you're, like, a Philly basher, just pump your jets. This yeah, is but game one. I did think the Sixers eighty something. They looked a little stagnant on offense. They're always gonna look stagnant they, on offense coming out. Markel Fultz mid range jumper, a one. was great. That, that's that's money. It's money. He he needs to move without the ball. There was a lot of times last night where he was just standing there waiting for something to happen. I think move around. I think run. it's because the whole Embiid injury situation last year. That was him moving without the ball, and he injured Embiid in the process. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it could be something. So like they were that. probably like, "Yo, relax, slow down, pump young your b- brakes, maybe, yeah. slow down, young boy." Possibly, yeah. <laughs> but Sixers, I do still think they're gonna be they're gonna be top three, top five, easily in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they're competing for the for the Eastern Conference champions. I believe it. And in the second game last night, Golden State Warriors. I didn't watch versus that. OKC Thunder. Me neither. I, so Westbrook didn't even play. So why am I going? to He watch? was beat up. Yeah. Westbrook is the reason. And no disrespect to anybody else on the team, he's the reason I watch Oklahoma City. Aside from that, got, I, don't, I don't care they what they do. They got Schroeder now. Like, that's a great pickup for this. Cool. It's a good pickup for him, Cool. Now. I mean, like, are you, like, but people aren't turning channels for for Schroeder. You know what I mean? Like, in that we're sense, turning channels in for that Westbrook. Sense, in that sense, I do agree, because he's the only, but, and on top of that, they're playing the Warriors, which is probably the least exciting team to watch because they're so stacked. So you don't even you don't really care what happens to the Warriors. You know they're going to be in the NBA Finals. We're waiting. Care. We're waiting for June Warriors. That's yeah. what we want to watch. I, I want to see a series. I don't really care what they do in the regular season, but we'll cover it unless we'll they start losing it. a lot. Then yeah, I'll then probably watch nuts. and be like, oh, what's going on? Anything's up? What's happening?" But th- last night I think it was a good opening night. Tonight. Got a full slate of games. Tonight is probably what I'd say the real opening night. Tonight's gonna be a good night. Everybody's playing. I know you wrote some games down, Dariq. Yeah, I wrote a couple. Um, I wrote down Lakers play, but the Lakers don't play tonight though. I think they, they play, play tomorrow. Sad. They. I think they play tomorrow against the Trailblazers. I do have them playing the Trailblazers. Um, I'm thinking that's a win for the Lakers. They pro- mm. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. Uh, I think honestly this could be a good game. For the Lakers, like, just to get started. Like a test. Like, Like, yeah, this is, like, because the Trailblazers aren't terrible, but they're not exactly elite, you know, a great team. They are good, though. They're good, but they're not great. So we don't know if the Lakers are good but not great, but we know they're not terrible because they have LeBron, they have Kuzma. Like, they have guys that can play. If the La- this is what the Lakers really need to do tomorrow night when they play the Trailblazers, they Stomping. need to win by twenty and be Stomping. like, "Yo, we Stomping. here, we here." Yeah. If they if they kill the Trailblazers tonight, you can you can bet that the headline is going to be, "Is LA a playoff team?" Like early, and that's just going to be out of the gate only yeah. because the, the hype will be there. so. It's, the hype will be insane. It's going to be unreal. Yeah. They haven't been in the playoffs in five years. It's been horrible. And then Pretty we much got Kobe. Yeah. It's been bad. Yo, Kobe, come back. We miss yeah. you. <laughs> don't I'll come pay, back. I'll don't pay come your back. salary. Don't come back. Come back, Kobe. Um, I say you have the Cavaliers versus the Raptors. That's going to be interesting. Kawhi just Leonard, is fresh start. Yeah. You get Kawhi and a Raptors jersey, which is going to take some adjusting to get to. And pretty much a rebuilt Cavs with uh, Sexton. And He got what, crossed in the preseason. I don't and know if you saw and that. And that's what Kevin Love at the... Kevin Love is soft. I mean, well, he's at the start role now. Yeah. So will Kevin Love put up Minnesota Timberwolves numbers again? We'll see. No. No, I don't say it either. He's washed. He's not washed. He's not washed, exactly. But, no. I mean, he's not the Kevin Love that we fell in love with. Hashtag don't, don't use that. That we fell in love with And when he was on Minnesota. When he was on Minnesota, he was that guy. Was we ball. were like, yo, whoa, yeah. who is this kid? Goes to the Cavs, does absolutely nothing. That's not his fault. That's don't a system put it, thing. D- no. Don't. I okay. hate when people say that. Oh, it's the system. That's the system Yo, fault. Kevin Love. Le'Veon Bell go to the Eagles right now. He's still, t- he's still number one? Exactly. You know why? Because great players don't use systems as an excuse. That's trash. Anywhere LeBron goes, he's still that guy. Anywhere KD goes, he's still that guy. You there cannot a- blame it on the system. So that just means Kevin Love is an elite like we knew all. Kevin that. Love was good for the game plan that they had him in. Yeah, But... It's not a system problem. It's a Kevin Love problem. He's a one-way player. So, shout out to Kevin Love. Nah, sh- not no shout out to Kevin Love. I just ripped him. I can't even do that. I'm not that guy. Ta- tag him on Twitter when you say it, Durek. Tag him, tag him on Twitter. Eight five six Philly. <laughs> Baby go zero six. Go follow me. Plug walk. I always break down. Well, I'm always on Twitter. Durek is always on Twitter, breaking down games, things that are happening when we aren't on the podcast. We're we're always on the sports. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys knew it or not, but it, for those of you who do follow me, and for those of you that don't. Quick flashback, Uh, I went live on the halftime. Shout out to everyone. That was a really good game for those of you who checked it out. The Packers did end up winning because Aaron Rodgers is a.k.a. the comeback kid. But nonetheless, if you guys enjoyed that, you know, let us know. I will be doing that more often for those of you who just listened to the podcast, but you might want to check something out. Um, Follow both of us on Twitter at BabyGomez06 at 856 Philly. And then I see you have, um, back to the NBA, Rockets, Pelicans. I think that's going to be good, playoff Rockets. Uh, they're going to look to establish dominance against Anthony Davis and the Pelicans, which shouldn't really be too hard, because they don't have Boogie. so now it's just the Anthony Davis show. Once again, uh, Rajon Rondo is gone, so... Um, this will show Anthony Davis's star power this year. Yeah. Right well, now. Come Anthony Davis should have won MVP last year, in my opinion, but... I, I don't really know what else he could prove. That's another debate. I yeah. want I think should the MVP should the MVP award be named something different, or should we make two different awards? So we make so we make up best player in the league and MVP, or is the MVP the most valuable and the best player? Because what what what's value? Well, what Mike's argument has always been, and we've gone back and forth about this is. What is the MVP award exactly? Is it the most valuable player in the league? Because we've seen it go to people who don't exactly deserve it. For instance, I'll go way back. Steve Nash's MVP year. Kobe Bryant had better numbers than him, but Kobe had won the MVP previously. Steve Nash had won the MVP that year. In almost every category, I believe, except for assists, Kobe Bryant had beat Steve Nash. And Steve Nash still won the MVP. But I would definitely say... Steve Nass is, was more valuable to the Suns Absolutely. than what Kobe was valuable so to the Lakers. that's where the so argument what, comes w- in. Best player? Is it best player Or, most in the league or is it most valuable to that team? Because if that's the case, I mean, that opens... If it's most valuable to the team, that opens the MVP conversation to, to a number of But guys. I think... But do... Like I, like I expressed on Twitter the following week about do you want your MVP... To be on a losing team, a team that's not being competitive at all. It's like, like I always use, well, I won't, we'll get into that after that. But so the MVP be on a losing team. Does that make sense? I think it would depend. If that team would, if you told me minus this person, that team would go 0 82 or 0 83, or they might win 10 games a year. Yeah. It's like a great example of, I think, what made sense the one year for MVP. Russell Westbrook winning MVP makes sense because he probably had—I'm oh, not the huge as Russell. But he's the most valuable player to the Thunder. That year, if he's not on the Thunder, they're not a playoff team. No, not even close. So I think that's a good example of being valuable to a team and kind of winning. But yeah. basketball is if different. If it's valuable to a team, then Jimmy Butler should be MVP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> Let's a wild talk boy. about that. He's a wild boy. I like it. For those of you who don't know, Jimmy Butler apparently showed up to practice. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. Showed up to practice. Pretty much cussed out the coaches. Said, you effing need me. Ain't you can't shit. You can't win without me. and Carl Anthony Towns in the post. Anthony Towns passed it when he posted up on him. Then he took the third-string players and beat the starters. Beat the starters. And this is all because he requested a trade. And uh, what's his name? Wiggins' brother apparently tweeted something like, thank God. Like, he quoted the tweet. Said, like, thank God. I think Jimmy's out of line. Twitter fingers turn to trigger fingers. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves veteran and legend, um, Kevin Garnett, said that both sides are kind of like tripping. Like, Timberwolves are tripping because they kind of need Jimmy, but Jimmy's tripping because Jimmy's not that good. But Jimmy, Jimmy's tripping because he's not that good, but he knows he has leverage in this situation. The Timberwolves need Jimmy more than Jimmy needs the Timberwolves. Jimmy can go and play for somebody else. The Timberwolves will not be able to get another Jimmy if they lose him to free agency or lose him through a trade because he's unhappy. So I think in his situation, no, he's not that good, which we've had a talk about Jimmy jimmy butler and his diva antics um, before on episode i'm not sure i think it's it like was two episode three. like three Dariq ripped jimmy but butler. i did he said he doesn't he, respect he him. has a, he has a diva mentality and i hate it but speaking strictly from on business this perspective on this situation he, he they need him more than he needs them so that's why he's like wild, like just straight buck wild right now yeah that's crazy jimmy butler and that situation in in minnesota is ugly yeah. Really ugly. I hate to see it, but I don't because I really don't I mean, it is what it is. The that's what the NBA is now though. Yeah. A bunch of people, bunch a bunch of, of guys bunch who are who are who are role play no, he's not a role player. Above average guys think they're LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, LeBron t- LeBron can go to any team he wants. Kevin Durant can go to any team he wants. But that's the wants. problem. Like these teams it's become a disease yeah. LeBron started that pretty much and I hate it. I hate to do that to him, and I hate the dogging that way because it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse. But like pretty much when he went from the Heat and then went back to Cleveland, he just proved he, that players have more you, power. Yeah, than you can control. you can do what you want at that point. So that's why everybody NBA, was like, "Oh, I'm I'll gonna do that." But let's be honest. That's why the like that's I'm not blaming LeBron. The NBA in general may be entertaining to a lot of people, but the game itself. It's kind of ugly right now. It is. Because it. because there's a bunch of bum teams, and it's, it's so stacked heavy. It's like the Western Conference is so top-heavy, and the Eastern Conference was a bunch of average teams. Yeah. It's like it was LeBron, a bunch of teams that are good, but they're not amazing, and yeah. then there was Golden State, Houston, a few other teams, and then just... 500 teams. It's so top-heavy. OKC was in the mix. Let's be honest. The star power is not spread out in the NBA at all. But you do have some young rising stars that are coming up. You got uh, the Pacers. They have, uh, what's his name? Victor Oladipo. Miles Turner. He's coming up. Uh, The Jazz. They got Donovan Mitchell. He's coming up. Oh, I definitely agree that there's young Um, talent in the game. The 76ers, if they can ever get it together, they have Simmons and and Embiid. So they're, they're on the way up. And folks, if you um, here. Celtics are challenging, obviously, right now because they went and got Uncle Drew and Gordon Hayward. Jalen Brown's coming into his own. Al Horford, good vet. So they, they there are some teams they're that are going to make some noise. Yeah. But unfortunately, right now, it's going to take them a little bit to catch up. The only one who's actually positioned the challenge, in my opinion, out of those teams that I just listed are the Celtics, obviously. Just because of how deep they are. Yeah, they're like they're team ready. They so, have a squad. Yeah. But other than that, none of those teams are ready to even make a challenge. I thought the Sixers might have been, but they're they're just not. And what a lot of people underestimate about the Celtics too is well, If you know basketball, you don't. Know Brad Stevens, hell of a head coach. Oh yeah, hell absolutely. of a head coach. Adjustment. I don't know how he didn't win Coach of the Year. But well, they fired the Coach of the Year last <laughs> year. Yeah, that's crazy. He lost his job. After that's crazy. LeBron job. got a guy fired. <laughs> Last game, uh Jazz and Kings. New look Kings. They got uh Bagley. They got uh De'Aaron Fox coming back in. I, I actually like the way the Kings are they rebuilding. Look, I remember I talked about the Kings are on the on the on the They're on, on the, the up, up and up. On the up yeah. They're on the up and up. Possibly. On the up. Jazz you know. they just gave uh Donovan Mitchell, was it? That uh that contract. I don't I don't think it was Donovan Mitchell. No, no. I'm He's lying still on the rookie I'm thinking contract. Of, I'm thinking of Booker, I'm sorry. But uh yeah, the Jazz they were playoff team donovan mitchell still on the rookie contract uh not my rookie of the year whole campaign so hopefully he Um, i'm not a fan of his antics i hope he just kind of like simmers down and plays a little more basketball i think he's a great great player um he had a great rookie season i think he's going to develop really well i think he needs to focus more on leading the team and i'm not saying that as in shut up but I'm just saying it as in take charge. You know, you're pretty much going to be that guy for the Jazz. So you need to take charge of that team. Build more of a team chemistry and do what you got to do. I'll go out there and win. Then you can talk all you want when you're backing it up. It doesn't matter. So that's my take on the NBA. Yeah. Um. Is it should be exciting. I mean, is it going to be exciting this year? Let's be honest. Yes or no? Just real quick. No. Yes or no? No, just because. Of, but it's not. It's not that it's not going to be exciting. Because It'll be eventful of how eventful. the teams are. It's not exciting because the Warriors are so stacked, and I blame them for that. I blame it will be Steve eventful. Kerr, Demarcus Cousins. You snake, you snake ass boy. Oh, chill. Demarcus Cousins is a snake. I had so much respect for Boogie. My the last game I actually went and saw was Boogie's last game as a King. When he played for the Kings, I went and saw him. Oh. He dropped forty five on the 76 sixers and got ejected. Pieces on the six and then he he just became a sneak. I liked him when he teamed up with uh, with the Pelicans. I was like, all right, that's not bad. And then he went and go with Golden State. You're a sellout. You're a sellout. You're a fun boy. Let's talk some baseball. Holler at me about I just got one thing uh, to say. The last few weeks, I keep saying playoff baseball. Playoffs. Ain't nobody ever called it playoffs. Playoffs. Postseason. 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 Playoffs. To all my baseball listeners, <laughs> not the playoffs. Mike's, I've been Mike's not a frog. I've been wilding. <laughs> it is the postseason. I've never heard anyone in my life until me. Talk to him. <laughs> call it. The, <laughs> Talk to him. Call Correct it yourself. MLB playoffs. So I'm wilding. But last night in the postseason, the Brewers and the Dodgers. Game 4, Dodgers come out on top. 2-1 to in the bottom of the 13th inning from a single from Cody Bellinger. Manny Machado standing on second base with his heads up base running again. Manny Machado got on base to start the inning. He's on first base, right? Pass ball. I mean, it wasn't a pass ball. Ball in the dirt. Manny Machado heads up base running. Gets to second on it. Cody Bellinger steps up, has a great at bat, single in right field. Matado scores from home. Christian Yelich did throw a great a dart to the plate, but man, he's a funny looking cat. Yeah, he is. And he and speaking of Christian Yelich, he looks like he he's has like nine. He's having beef. Got beef. I got he has, beef. He has beef. I got beef with Manny Matado. Because earlier in the game, Manny Machado, play at first, it was a funny play. He, like, kind of kicked the first baseman. Like, oh. he kind of, like, I don't know. It was a weird play. And Kristen Yellick, after the game, said, Manny Machado, you're known for stuff like that. And I saw the tweet earlier from someone. They said, after the interview in the locker room, Kristen Yellick talked about what, it, what happened with Manny Machado. And he said, like, he's a dirty, mo- like, uh. He said that that motherfucker, like, he, like, kind of was, like, cursing at Manny Machado. Like, angry at Manny Machado. He said he's, like, kind of dirty. Well, and he hey, said... Well, hey, if somebody's coming after your guys and you're, like, really a team guy, I don't care what you say, that pisses you off. You could be one of the calmest players on the field. But if somebody's, like, directly, deliberately coming at your guys... That pisses you off. It turns you into another person, honestly. But shout out to Christian Yelix for riding for his but team. But I like it. You're not a soft boy. Ride for your team. But Brewers, that series is officially tied now. Brewers and Dodgers. So tonight is definitely a, a must-watch. For sure. They're they're playing tonight. It is a must-watch tonight. Must watch. The series is tied. It's going to be something to watch. This is where some separation happens. I'm, this I'm is gonna, where the series is going to change, definitely. Red Sox played last night. They kind of late in the game. They just blow it open. Jackie Brad, Jackie Bradley Jr. walks up, four to two, grand slam, eight to two with one swing. Mm. After that, it was over. After that, honestly, that's pretty much. Red like Sox started burying cats. Red Sox, I would say, kind of dominated last night. Red Sox. Two one leading the end. They're the looking ALC really us. poised. I and will say that. Yeah, the Red Sox that. do. They're getting hot at the right time. They're uh, they're actually surprising me. I'm gonna be honest. I thought it. I thought the series was gonna be a little closer. But, Mookie. Like momentum wise, the Red Sox are like it's not even a contest. They if stole it last just night. Just based off of momentum, it's not even a contest right now. Like they're looking like that team. Like if you want to win, you're gonna have to go through us. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah, I agree. The Red Sox do look good. So the last remember, Mike. Mike has been on the Mookie Betts train since yeah. we started His talking His last in few games, he has kind of kicked up. And he has said, this, this is you, it. You know, this this is it. If he does it, if he kicks up here and, like, dominates this series, that's, that's the MVP. Yeah, I think he's got it. Most definitely. Yeah. But last night, Brewers-Dodgers. Dodgers come out on top late. Red Sox dominate 8-2. to the crazy thing about the Dodgers-Brewers game was the Dodgers scored, I think it was in the first inning, and didn't score the second run until the 13th. Yikes. The whole entire game, they went first inning, whole entire game, scored another run. That would bother me. 13, they went a whole as game. A, they literally a, went a whole game. He, The Brewers pitching staff threw a sud-out for nine innings. As a fan, that would bother me. I don't like sitting on pens and needles until the last minute and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, you pulled yeah. it out. I mean, I get it. If you're playing like, you know, great team, it's pretty much tied, but like I don't know. I I'm not a field goal guy yeah, game. It was like weird. if you you're winning by field goals that bothers me. Last night unless it's a super bowl. Sixteen pitchers struck out thirty two batters last night. Mm. That sounds crazy. Mm. That sounds crazy. Good day for the pitchers. It is, and I <laughs> wanted to say this. Fun fact: In the last three seasons in the MLB, the team that makes the most contact bat on ball. Do you know what that team goes to achieve, Derek? I have no idea. World Series champs. Yeah. Put the ball, put the bat on the ball. There's too many guys. Prime example, I was sitting with my buddy last night, big baseball guy. He's going to be on the show soon. Manny Machado, it's a 1 2 count. He's swinging out of the boots. It's 1 2. Why are you swinging your hardest when it's 1 2? When it's 1 2, you choke up on the bat and you get and you put the ball in play. It's like there's maybe two or three scenarios in the whole entire game, like when you're at the plate. Hey, I mean, hey, they know more than me, I guess. I'm just talking. But I know general, like, basic baseball. Mm-hmm. There's only two or three situations at the plate where you're swinging the hardest you can and swinging out of your boots. Let's say there's it's 0 0 and you're sitting fastball, and you think it's coming right down the plate. Mm-hmm. Or 3-0, 3-1. That's when you're swinging your hardest. You're not swinging your hardest on 1-2. The game of baseball has completely changed. It's all about, it's not about bat on ball anymore. Dariq, like, just, to, like, Dariq's not, you're not the biggest baseball guy, I'm right? So I feel like, like it's more so Human beings now. do what, right? Human beings always are prone to making what? Mistakes. Yeah. We always make mistakes. If you don't hit the ball in play for the infielders and outfielders to make mistakes, how do you win the game? The when the one when the two run home runs aren't flying out the park and it's and there's and those single and those solo home runs aren't flying out the park, mm-hmm. you have to generate runs and you do not generate runs swinging the hardest you possibly can, on a one two count. I feel it. So like the game has changed so much. It's like we're sitting here. It's ugly to watch for people who love it because I don't want to sit there and watch people like Manny Machado swing out of his boots. My son, if my if my son's watching the World Series last night, I'm telling my son, "You're like yo, that's if you do that, I'm on your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna be on. Th- I'm I'm gonna look at you and say, what are you doing? What do you who do you think you are? That's not like, how I raised you, it, Manny Machado. <laughs> the approach was horrible, but but the game has changed, so that's like okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Frank Thomas, Hall of Famer, Frank Thomas." The season he won the MVP, he struck out 57 times. In four games, the Dodgers have struck out 49 times. Mm. In four games. That's not good at all. That is ugly, nasty baseball, and gotta that's be why. Got to be better. We gotta fix our approach you, at the plate. Do you think like uh, critiquing some rule changes? As I don't think like, it's not about the rules. It's just about play it's style. It's about just the way the game has changed. It's like, you know how Steph Curry changed basketball to three? And yeah, like, it's like everybody shoots threes now. It's like Alex Rodriguez said last night on FS1. Um, If you're getting open layups on the fast break, what do you do, Derek? They stop and pop the three. But But what should you do? You should lay it up. Go lay it up and get the points. Mm-hmm. This is what the baseball players are doing. The baseball players, this is what's, like, I'm getting worked up, but I think this is a good little thing we do. We work good on time. But the sift in baseball has become so, like, popular and famous, right? So let's say Dariq walks up to the plate, and everything in baseball is a stat. Like, baseball is the stat game. Like, if you sit on the bench and spit 32 seeds out, they got that stat. (laughs) It's like, yo, Yadier Molina spit 25 seeds behind. Like, that's how stat-driven the game is. That's crazy. So, like, when you walk up to the plate, there's a spray chart on you, right, for people who don't understand the game. There's a spray chart. So, when you hit the ball, let's say you hit the ball to the right side of the field, 58% of your at-bats, right, and you hit the ball down third baseline, 4% 4% of your at-bats, right? So what the game has changed and what statistics and what, it's it's like sabermetrics is what they call it. It's changed the game. It's like, yo, if he's not going to hit the ball down the third baseline and it's only a 4% chance, you know what I'm going to do with my third baseman? I'm going to stick him on shortstop. And I'm going to take my shortstop and stick him behind second base and put my second base in deep right field. Because the batters are, they, like, you come, like, they, they got stats for everything. So yeah. they know where you hit the ball when you hit the ball. And then they sift, and then, like, there's a point last night, Cody Bellinger, they do a sift on him, right, to the right side of the field. Mm -hmm. He does, like, a check swing by mistake, hits the ball to shortstop. You know where the shortstop's at? Behind second base, base hit. It's like, that's what Alex Rodriguez means by, there's a layup, take it, stop swinging out of your boots, take the layup. It's like, if you know the game and there's no one on the left side of the field, Half swing and top it down third baseline. Take the layup. You know what I mean, Doreen? Yeah. If the whole entire court is standing on the left side of the basket, are you going to run to the left side of the basket and try to score a bucket? Or are you just going to dribble to the right and make the open layup? Yeah. So I think the approach from the baseball, like, offensive needs to change because I think that's what's bad for the sport like watchable, like to watch the sport, like the watchable, like the watchability so of the sport. That so makes it least the least entertaining. And another thing, just this is my last topic on baseball. Rob Manford, somebody needs to get this to him and let him listen. Last night there was a play that they challenged. We sat there for five, ten minutes waiting for them to challenge a play but you want to have a, a, a clock in the game, you don't care about how long mm-hmm. the game is if you letting people replay everything. Mm-hmm. Like replays, what's slowing the game up. Replay is taking 10 minutes out of the game, and we're over here sitting and checking if someone slid in the second base correctly. It's not the pitchers and the players. It's all that extra stuff. It's like, yo, MLB, how about we make the commercial breaks Five minutes less. No, you're not going to do that because that's money involved. Mm -hmm. How about we can fix the times in baseball, but you want to make it's like, oh, it's the player's fault now. It's like conspiracy, conspiracy alert. It's like big manufacturers (laughs) pollute the world. Right. But then they tell us to go green. My 14 bottles of Coca-Cola doesn't affect the 14 million bottles of Coca-Cola made and throw them in the ground. Yeah. I'm not, glo- I'm not the reason why that's happening. Right, yeah. It's Coca-Cola. The game's not slow because the pitcher wants to pitch. Yeah. The game's slow because the MLB wants to pimp it out and have 14-minute commercial breaks, and then they want to challenge, <laughs> then they want to challenge every play, and then the challenge is sponsored by Amazon, and then Snack cash this. <laughs> that's why the game's long. It's not long because the players. challenge is sponsored by Amazon. I like. You that. know what I mean? Like That's not why the game's long, but to get off the rant. I feel that. I feel that. Let's uh I'm going to hit you with the sports fact of the day. Ooh. How about we do that? And then we're going to get into what, you know, what we get into. Segment alert, sports fact of the day. On this day in 1933, the Philadelphia Eagles played their first game, first NFL game against the Giants and they got blown out. What was the score, Derek? It was 56 to 0. But we've come a long way since then. Hey. <laughs> What, what can I say? You, you ain't going to win them all. Dorique, uh, to say this, I want to say this, right? We got I have, killed. My brother-in-law is an Eagles fan, right? Mm-hmm. I was in we were in playing basketball the other day. Okay. His good friend, one of our other good friends, he's a Carolina Panthers fan. Do you know what the Eagles fan told this man? Nah. I'm At least sure we got one. Now. Oh, No. <laughs> Uh, don't, Look what you guys I don't turned care, into. I don't care you what You guys happens. are nasty. I don't care what happens. I will a- never be that guy. You will never hear me reply to at anyone. At least we got one. At least we got one. That's nasty. Or how many Super Bowls do you have? I will only argue present. Because for the reason being is you can't <laughs> get one and then say to somebody, at least we got, we got one. one. We got one in 2018. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Act like you've been there before. Yes, we've been to the Super Bowl before. No, we hadn't won it since then. But we won one now, and that's no reason to throw. At least you got one. You guys are nasty. The ring, the ring pop meme, or don't don't be that guy because that you was guys. done to us. So we've we've been there. We know how it feels. Don't be that guy. <laughs> you guys are nasty. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of NFL, I hate that. I'm. I'm I'm sad you told yo, me eagle that story. Yo, eagle fans, do better. Don't Darik, be that tell guy. Him. Tell you yeah, guys. Tell them. Do better. Come on. Don't don't be that fan. Cause if you are that fan, like unfortunately, I'm gonna have to back you up like that drunk uncle. Like if we're at a party, but when it's just me and you alone, I'm gonna be like, yo, don't be doing that no Not more. True. Like, what's wrong with you? Before we get into it, I do want to talk about another fun fact we got. Adidas, shoot it, is coming out with a Bobby Busey Water Boy. <laughs> 20 20th anniversary jersey. Yo, I'm a huge fan Who's of, of Adidas. The Bourbon for that. Bowl. I might have to Bowl. I might have to cop that. Waterboy is a classic. That is if You've though. never seen it? I advise you to stop stop this podcast right now. No, don't. Pause don't, it. Don't. Pause the podcast. No. Go on Netflix, watch the Waterboy. Unpause the unpause the uh the uh podcast and then tell me you're not hyped for that jersey to come out. Yeah, cuz Bobby think Boucher never missed the tackle in his life. I thought that was great. Adidas. <laughs> I thought that's cool. Speaking of great, you know who's uh who's really off the rocker these days? The Raiders. The the Raiders are reportedly open to trading Amari Cooper, but tell tell me what's wrong with this trade, Mike. I want to hear what's what's wrong with the trade exactly. You um they want a first round pick. A first round pick for Amari Cooper who who is a first round pick himself but hasn't exactly panned out for them. Um John Gruden, you've been drinking too many Coronas, bro. I don't even know if it's Gruden, he though. Want Coronas. I don't know if it's the front office or what, but honestly, at this point, they seem to be in a rebuilding phase. Yeah. Like they got rid of Khalil Mack, which yeah. I understood. Like, you know, Sidebar. I thought it was dumb. Sidebar. But it is what it is. Sidebar. Now you're trying to get rid of Amari Cooper for Chip. for first round. Tip Kelly said. Tip Kelly said. <laughs> Yo, y'all got Kiko Alonzo. Yeah, I mean, you're a trash human being for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. He called up the Dolphins. And was, I mean, he called up the Bills and was like, yo, yeah, y'all got Kiko. Yeah, Mike. Yo, what? yo. Here come Mike again. Y'all got Kiko Alonzo? Uh, Mike will never let us live down. I got Lisson Ma- McCoy. That <laughs> Mike- right, sound good. Mike will send never let s- us live send me down. Mo. But nonetheless, the Raiders are literally like decimating this team. And it's honestly sad to see it went because. From- in they two, were 2015. Thought it it. We thought they were that that team. Yeah. Like I right up until Derek Carr got injured, I was like, "Yo, they're Super Bowl." They favorites. haven't been like, the same since he got injured. No, they haven't, and they're literally only getting worse by the day. If another trade rumor comes out with them, I actually wouldn't be surprised. They're also shopping around a safety. I don't know the name of him. Um, I'm pretty sure the asking price of that is real high too, just because they're off their rocker in terms of like. You know, hey, this player is worth this much. No, he's not. Cardinals are reportedly open to trading Patrick Peterson, what? A.K.A. P. Two. Huh? Why? I have no idea. He's literally one of the the few uh, true corners in the league that follows your number one guy everywhere he goes on the field. So as to why they're interested in trading him, I think it might just be chopped up. To them and another thing being is in a rebuilding phase. I, I wouldn't say that his stock is the highest right now. No, the like, Patrick a, Peterson hype isn't here. It's not exactly high, but I mean Patrick Peterson is no scrub. He's, a, he's, he's still got some playing ability left yeah, in. He's he, a so. great addition for someone like you know who could need you know who needs someone like him? Mm-hmm. I hate this team, but the Patriots need someone like him. I, I gotta take a drink on that. The I, Eagles I need believe, someone like Oh, watch your mouth. Watch it. Now I I mean we could use a Patrick Peterson, but unfortunately, like if we did get him. Like, you don't have it enough. wouldn't be for corner reasons. He would be moved to safety or something like okay. that. And then after that year, what do you do with him? Because when Cloud would return. What? So, I don't really see the Eagles biting on that. But well, uh, What is your Eagles update this week? Do my you? Eagles update? That, that The Eagles are going to move somebody. They're going to definitely acquire somebody before the trade. Um, They've pretty much come out and say it. But what they're trying to do is they don't want to spend all their bucks in one place. So I think that's what's taking them so long. They're actually looking at uh, potentially acquiring a safety as well for some safety help. So expect them to make a move. If the safety help doesn't fall through, I still have money on Bell. I know a lot of people are going to disagree. I still have money on Bell. Because the Steelers actually came out with a report. I don't know if uh, if I covered this on an episode or not, but the Steelers actually came out with a report saying that they're hoping the Philadelphia Eagles call back. They're not sitting and waiting by the phone, but if they did call back, they would definitely be open to rediscussion. So the ball's in Philly's court right now as far as like the bell talk goes. You did say the Eagles know how to work those phones, though. I, Maybe hey, it's time to pick him up. how Is it time, time to best, pick it up? In my opinion, Howie's the best guy in the business at working the phones. He got a, a number one pick for Sam Bradford. Yeah. I mean, when, it, when is that going to happen? Yeah. And, and he already had his backup guy ready to go. And Carson Wentz was in the lineup waiting when he traded Sam Bradford off for a number one pick. And I do remember, like, the last few weeks, we've been really hard on the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to be all right. I think they're going to be okay as well. I think it's um, going to be... I, think, I the, think the initial McLeod loss shocked them as a team. So, like, they struggled a little bit, but they, they look like they, they think got gonna it be together good. some. Uh, one game I want to talk about, the Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who said... I mean, who put money on that? So, so at me on Twitter if you put money, if you put forty nothing on it. <laughs> if you bet Cowboys last week, <laughs> hit me up because we need to. I need to get together with you. We yeah, need to put some bread up. talk some. Uh, talk some game. Maybe we can get Derik <laughs> from not going to the Navy. <laughs> get him a check. <laughs> <laughs> Pay the kid. Yeah. But um, honestly, I needed the Jacksonville Jaguars to do one thing, and they couldn't. Uh, forty to nothing. There, I'm gonna say this, and this is gonna sound terrible. Offensively, I actually let me limit it to this. Offensively, they're a C-grade team without Leonard Fournette. And I think that's fair to say. They they lack a certain genus uh, quoi without Fournette on the field. Uh, nobody really views T.J. yelding as a running threat. So teams don't really have to account for him that much because you know he's not ripping them like that. You got your uh that spreads your linebackers out. You don't have to bring your safeties down; they can sit back comfortably, and just play the ball. And Blake Bortles doesn't need need that. No, he definitely doesn't. Blake Bortles isn't um that guy. He's not a top 15 guy, but he, he's not number 32 as well. So. He can get it done if the if the if the scenario's correct. And yeah. right now, being for net being out. It hurts. Not an ideal scenario yeah. for any guy it makes, who's not a pocket passer. Yeah, it makes Blake even like, in it, a worse situation. It, there are very few, actually, honestly, I'll go as far as to say there are probably about seven guys that if their running back goes down, they can just step back and pass and potentially win the game. Still, I'm gonna it, say yeah. seven. Well, we talked about it. Quarterback, the quarterback position in my opinion, is probably the hardest position to play in this sport. Also, and it's also not what it used to be. Because if you're not a dual threat guy anymore and your running back goes down, that's the game. You're pretty much done. Unless your name is Rodgers or Brady, you're pretty much done. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, Another game. I want to go over two more games. That's it. Um, Do you want to talk about the Rams or the Chiefs first? Let's do Chiefs. Okay, Chiefs Patriots. Patriots. They um, easily could have won that game. Easily could have won. I'm actually more impressed with the Chiefs. Regardless of the outcome, you did say you wanted the Chiefs to lose this week to kind of, I did say maybe it. get their motor going and not I, let Bill Belichick be like super. I I did say like it, but um, will to win type he, guy. Here here's what here's what I saw. I saw Pat Mahomes mature in that game a little bit. You're you're gonna have to take the shit with the sugar, for lack of better terms, uh, when you when you play and you're one of those teams who has a high powered offense. Not every time you're going to be out, you're going to be able to outscore every team. So with that being said, Pat Mahomes did everything he needed to do to win that game. He put his team in the best situation to win that game, and that's all you can really ask your quarterback to do. So shout out to him for being a young guy handling it on a big stage. A really I don't think that stage. hurts the Chiefs at all. That may help them coming d- in the future. I definitely think it helps them. because let's you me gotta out. Take some. This licks. could be it. The Chiefs are like the best team at going like five and oh, 6 and zero, oh, and then like not winning. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> History has shown that I I can't even argue that. But I don't honestly. see that this year. I don't. They look like oh, a different did team. Did well, we say that last year? Did we say that last <laughs> year? I know. I don't. No. I knew they weren't that good. Uh, well, as good as their record uh, suggested, just because Philly almost beat them, um, and it was like a late come from behind win, and they only lost because like the ball got turned over on like the drive that they were gonna go up to win, but. I, I, from that point on, I was like, you know what? We definitely, different scenario, we would have had them. I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. And little by little, after that game, you started to see them fall from the power rankings. This week, not that power rankings really matter, but this week, you're not going to see that. This season, you're not going to see that. I think they're going to be a playoff contender. I do believe they will make the playoffs with relative ease. Um, will they win it all? Probably not, just mm. because I, I think the Steelers and Patriots are both better than them as a team, but they are, in my opinion, the third-best team in the AFC. Speaking of best team, the Rams and the Broncos games. Wow. That was that was scary. Wow. The the Rams, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't want to play them. I don't want to play them. If, and I don't care who the team is. What well, the scenario is, unless golf goes out, I don't want to play the Rams. I don't. Because I said, we, we actually said on paper when we were covering free agency, on paper they are the best team in the NFL. But they only won uh, a field goal last week. Did you catch any of that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're, they're literally finding, just finding ways to beat teams. It reminded me of the Seahawks game where it's pretty much back yeah. and forth and they found a way to beat Seattle. That's the scariest part. Maybe I don't that care just shows how the, how decent they are in a close game. That's too. what I'm like, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about them blowing teams out. You can blow teams out and that's not impressive. You can blow bum teams out all season. But what's impressive is, is when we're impressive. down fucking, I mean, well, when we're down 6 and we need a and we need it. Yeah, and, and golf you go and you down go the out and get it. They lost Cooper Comp. They lost him. That's a, he's probably in my opinion their number 2 guy. Oh. I think he's a little better than Woods just flat out. Woods had a really good year last year, this year not so much. Um, well, not as good as last year. Um, he's still having a solid year, nonetheless. But I think Cooper comes their number two guy. That being said, they lost him and still found a way to win. Yeah. If the Eagles lost Aguilar right now, teams would key in on Alshon Jeffrey, and it would be a wrap for Philly. And that's 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 uh, just all honesty, and that's coming from a Philly guy. So you can take it how you wanna. The Rams are like the real deal. They're legit. So are they the best team in the NFL? Absolutely. It's not even it's not even a close contest okay. who the best team in the NFL is Fair right name. now. It's not even close. They're just exciting. If you have a chance and the Rams are on TV, watch them. Watch the game. Watch them. For real. Watch them. Watch them. Their next their uh their next couple of games coming up though are gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a test. I know, and one of them they're gonna play Green Bay. I'm really interested in seeing what's going on with that. Green Bay has a couple of good games coming up too. They're gonna play the Pat. Patriots. Okay. so And the, then they're going to play the Rams. Okay. So the next three games for the Rams 49ers, Trash, Packers. That's going to be a good one. Saints. That's going to be a good one. See that? So, so the next couple of games coming up are going to be. two or three going to be good. Like the, uh, test. the 49ers game, I don't really think it's going to be as good. Um, That's going to be easy. They're a little more poised to dominate the 49ers than the Green Bay Packers were. But. I do like the Packers-Rams game just because you don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what the stats are telling you. You just don't. There are certain people you don't bet against. I will, I would never put money on a game that Aaron Rodgers is playing. <laughs> Ever. You said it's not a good look. Because I like my pockets full. It's not a good look. It's just not. It's just not. That reminds me when I said that. It reminds me. Was that last week or week before his episode when we were talking about Connor McGregor and Khabib and I was, you were like, yo, my daughter my daughter was watching the fight and she was like, Yeah, dad. Yeah. Not a, not a good look. Yeah. It wasn't a good look. He on the, why he on the ground getting punched on. Not a good look, guys. I don't know, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought he was gonna do better. Oh, she him. was cheering for Connor. <laughs> was she like, Connor, fuck him up. <laughs> Connor. I would whip my Conor. daughter's ass if she was... <laughs> Connor, get him. Uh, get that Russin. Thur- Thursday. Yo, nah. <laughs> shout out shout out to Khabib, though. Yeah, it can For be real. Did his thing. For real. again. They're both going to get yeah, suspended. Shout out to Russell, though. too. Don't hack my shit, e- too. It ain't even going to matter. So they they both shit. getting suspended. Don't hack um, my shit. <laughs> week 7, Thursday night football. You got Broncos versus Cardinals. I'm going to take the Broncos. Uh, Cardinals, they're just, they're just not good. They're um, weird. They're rebuilding. It's They're looking to get rid of good players, but for high prices. Larry Fitzgerald, uh, stay strong. You David Johnson, Johnson, Johnson is up for trade talks. Um, Patrick Peterson. So some of their big-name guys might be shipping out of town, which tells you this is a rebuilding phase. Yeah, we're old. Larry Fitzgerald been in the league for a wow. long time. I he remember the, when Larry he Fitzgerald. He was on the cover of, like, NCAA. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he and he was on the cover of Madden too. With they did that split with they cover. That was trash. Troy. With I, Troy Powell I liked off. it. I don't know. Split covers it. are garbage. Yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a poll. <laughs> yeah, we are, are going to f- throw a poll up. Are you up. feeling the <laughs> Are you Are you a fan of split covers? For Madden or are or you 2K not two K. Because sometimes you get players that are just that good where you can't pick between the two. So you gotta throw two. Or you two K and cover. you throw three guys on the cover.
1: <laughs> now that's, yo, serve. that's three, trash. Coach. three that's absolutely true. If I
0: was one of those players and they approach take me, me off. If they if, if <laughs> they approached me and was like, Yo, yo, we're thinking we want you to be on the cover. And then they probably told him the whole time. They probably pitched it to him. Sewed co- them covers by themselves on them. Yeah, and they were like, oh, <laughs> were like, yo, that's... Then i like, and this use this and then, and then when you walked out the door, they was like, yo, I think we're going to have D-Rose. <laughs> and, and somebody else on it, too. That's cool, y'all. Like, sneaking in on you. Like, yo, we throwing yeah. D-Rose on it. Like, it's like, and you were the, like, And you then the like, your huh? contract that yeah. you signed. And you were like, huh? They was like, nah, never mind. You good. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, no, it's not important. We'll talk about it later. Straight on a scheme. Um... Speaking to talk about it later. What's going on with the Giants? Did you read that report? Or what the owner said about Odell? Yeah, he said he needs to stop talking and start playing. That's that's disrespectful. I don't care what you. We're say. gonna get into that I, next on next week's podcast. We too. are. I Do watched it. I just want to say real quick. I watched a small like mini episode on Odell. It wasn't like uh one of the YouTube things. See, I'm, not ball. I'm not nuts on Odell. I'm not nuts. Yeah, I'm not nuts on him either. But what he said made a lot of sense to me. It says his, his, his antics on the field draw a lot of attention. I do agree. But he said, I'm just not okay oh, with so, being average. So being around pizza and like the blunt and the Cool. No, whoa, Brown, whoa. That's not. Nah, you that's with some, that? that no, nah, that's some other stuff. He said in <laughs> terms of football, like his work ethic, he said, I personally work too hard to be okay with being average. Everybody else can come here and be okay with being average. But if I have a problem with it, like, I'm the bad guy because I don't want to lose. Like, you know what I mean? And I got it. He said, I'm, I'm, he's like, I think a lot of people forget, like, I'm coming off of the injury year. So, like, I had to work to get back. I had to work to get my body right. I thought I, there was a possibility I thought I could never play football again. So, I worked way too hard to get back and just being okay with being, like, you know, 2 and, 2 and 14, Or like, you know, I, he said every season, I feel like should be a season where we're like, we can, we can, we can win it. That's not it this year. It's not. But if you don't have, if you don't have that approach, my point is, if you don't have that approach, when you step on the football field and it's game one and you don't have that approach, what are you doing? It's a bad season. Do you care about your, do you honestly care about your team? Would you rather have a, I'm going to throw this poll up too. Would you rather have a guy who cares too much or not at all? And by too much, I mean, like, you get full-blown. You mean, like, Odell things, antics. Yeah, emotions. Like, you're out there. You're yelling on the field. Uh, some guys might view you as, you know, one of those trash people or whatever. Or would you rather have a guy who just doesn't really care? Like, he'll do a, what he does. He just hangs out. But he's just kind of like, eh. It is what it is. We're trying our best. Yeah. That's what he does. Saquon so Barkley is... We're going to throw that pull Is... Is definitely producing though. He's an animal. Yeah. He's, he's the only, the only good thing. I'm not trying to bash the Giants either. I don't want to. I'm not trying to talk bad. But he's the only. He's the silver lining. Yeah. Of this season so far. Absolutely. But the problem is they need to get him some offensive line help before right. he tears his ACL. I saw. And it's a wrap for him. He's the second best back in the league this year. Remember, right now. I don't remember, but I heard something that they said that, they inv- that the Giants invested money in the line. Is that they. See what they did was oh, what, what investment. I mean, where'd that at? What they did was <laughs> they got a couple guys like later on in the rounds that didn't exactly pan out, and they uh, picked up some guys in the all season, but it wasn't like anything big. Like they did like it wasn't a game. You can't changer. put a Band-Aid on a gash and expect it to be cool. Like ah, yeah. oh, this Band-Aid will hold me off. Yeah, like, like you ain't even you get not, the galls out. You need stitches. You ain't even get the galls out. You need stitches. You can't yeah. put band aids on gashes, and that's oh. what they did. So that's so. why their offensive line is bleeding profusely all over the field right now because they did small patches and not long-term. The Eagles went out and got Lane Johnson one year, and I remember. I don't know if you remember that year, but they were booed. The fans that were there booed the night of the draft. Think about Lane Johnson today. And if the Eagles traded him away, how many fans would be pissed? Boomy out here in these They would be pissed. The Eagles lose flat out without Lane Johnson in the lineup. So if the Eagles traded Lane Johnson away now, the fans would be pissed. Not to mention how much of a fan favorite he's become like with Philly just because of what he says in media and things like that. So that put that in perspective for you guys who aren't big offensive line guys. From now on, when I was younger, I used to get upset when like teams drafted like offensive linemen. I was one of those doing? guys. Are you kidding You're gonna me? Are you kidding me? Defensive tackle. There's a re. There's a there's a wide receiver out there. He's ring number two. But a prime example of that, it's like, Some- Jerry Jones wanted to pick Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. and I guess his son or somebody was ripped it up right. and was like, "We picking linemen." Got, yeah and and look how that worked out for the, the that worked out for the Cowboys. Yeah, they have one of the best offensive lines year in and year out. So if you can be disciplined and and stay away from the big names and the running backs and the quarterbacks and all these other high profile positions and you can build that line and build those positions that no one cares about. Do it. That's all that matters. We'll do it. Just who cares do if it. they boo? Do it. But right before we sign off on the podcast this week um, Game of the week, Darik, what should people be watching? I'm going to go with Texans-Jags, just because right now the Texans are rolling. And the they, Jags are they, rolling they, the other yeah, way. They're they're rolling downhill. Yeah. The Texans are going uphill. The Texans, it looks like they're starting to find their footing. They hit the ground really hard. They didn't start off the way a lot of people thought they would, but it looks like they're starting to find, like, this is who we are as a team. DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson are connecting. Now all they need is for Will Fuller to click offensively. Lamar Miller is t- kind of just there and always does his things. And the Jags, they're coming off a horrific blowout. I don't know if you saw the post-game interview. they asking Jalen Ramsey he pretty said, much like, what happened. He yeah, said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, which honestly says a lot. It was best that he said, when I don't know. He When that happens, that shows you. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. He's going to get off of all of media. He's not going to be worried about and media, and, and he's going back to work, and I like that. If you're a player that talks a lot, you better be, be you better be able to back it up, and if you're not backing it up, turn your talking down a little bit, go back to the lab, back to the working. lab to work. So, work. That's, that's my game of the week. Texans, Jags, be on the lookout for that. Mike? I'm going Saints-Rams. Saints-Rams, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Saints-Rams is going to be a good one. Um... I don't really have much like, to break down on it. But you don't have to I break anything a watch down, down on it. They're, a watch it. they're both prolific offensive. Both top teams in the NFC. Ravens coming off a shutout. Ravens? 20 nothing shutout. They're looking good. They, they look all right. Look, they, they Joe Flacco. Good. Joe Flacco. You know where shout, Joe Flacco's from? Shout out Glassboro. Yo, Post Malone. We ain't do that shit this week because we ain't getting no checks. Yeah. And unless you cut me a check, I ain't saying. I'm... It. <laughs> I ain't saying it. I'm gonna just say happy to be you. Yeah. Cut me a check. Post. So it's over. You say or give me a shout out. You missed that. Yeah. RT right. something. Yeah. But I'm just saying post or anybody. We we killed it last week. Yeah. We thought it was good. And I, I thought I was getting a phone i still call. ain't receiving no royalties. I was waiting for an, my agent to call. <laughs> hey, yo, I got post on the line. Yo, I got post. <laughs> but um, the episode seven of the podcast. I'm the recad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's wild. He's to, I, I don't know what to do. Me, I don't me know what to here do. Here I don't know what to do. I was talking to my girl last night. I'm like, babe, I'm a good co host. I, do. I don't know how to be a host. <laughs> I know how to uh, alley you uh, sideline. Yeah, we're definitely going to get back on it, though. I'm not, we're working out the kinks of like exactly how we're going to do it because I'm going to be like all the way in Texas. Derrick- and He's going to be all the way in New Jersey. But Derek was going to be like, I was going to hit Derek. I've told <laughs> Derek this like 10 times. I was thinking Derek was just going not so up next week. I was going to hit him on like a Sunday or Monday and be like, yo, Derek, what's good? Yo, hit the notes. Let's get right. Damn, Mike, my bad. Mike, damn, I'm mad. My, I'm I'm out I'm out in the Middle East. They Mike, got me Mike's They got wild. me in the South China Sea, Mike, my bad. Mike's wild i w I wasn't Damn. gonna do like that. Damn, my date, bro. what happened with Damn. my my Damn bro <laughs> I forget. Damn bro, I forgot. I'm in China right now. My shit out day ended up getting moved up and I thought I had a little more time than what I did. But it's it's not a big deal. We're gonna get back. Mike's gonna carry on until I'm gone. Uh, we're probably gonna end up doing something over, like, laptops or something like that. Yeah, or a phone. It's we'll gonna do. have to be that way because... But I'm gonna be... I will be here. Mike will be here. So, make sure you guys stay tuned. Stay... Stay clicked the, the, in. The Twitter account will be still the, active. It's gonna be active. Um, is gonna be doing puss-ups, sit-ups, <laughs> getting screamed at. He gonna be like, yo, can y'all hold real quick? I gotta talk about the Eagles real quick. <laughs> I gotta tweet something. Shout out to all my... Shout out, out to all my podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get blasted on... But um. Anyway, if you guys have still, if you're here stuck right now, around, if you're here right now, thank you. <laughs> no, I appreciate yo, it. Yo, <laughs> I know we talk bad about posting. I'm not low. gonna say <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm not saying it. I won't. Post I gonna refuse. have to cut me a check. Yeah, I refuse to. <laughs> and if you listen, thank you for listening. We appreciate Follow it. us. Follow on us on Twitter. Eight five six Philly. Baby Gomez zero six. Go follow the YouTube channel. Not affiliated with the birthday. Nah. Make yeah. sure you guys definitely follow if you if you're looking for the podcast. It's Big Brother Sports, sports Talk. Yeah. It's not just sports talk. So if you just look for sports talk, you're not gonna find you it. You won't see wild it's stuff. Big Brother Sports Talk. So make sure you guys go and follow the podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Definitely, we'll we'll definitely keep you guys updated with content. I might go live uh sometime this week. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Maybe on a Thursday or something like that. No, I'm not gonna watch that Broncos Cardinals game. Who am I kidding? It'll probably be on a Sunday game. Uh I'll pick one, let you guys know early in the morning. I'm not watching that track. Thursday night game Broncos had it. they Cardinals had a little streak. Game. Thursday they night did had, had like a streak, And four now we hitting street. the drought. Yeah, now we now it's getting now it's getting <laughs> now dry. We, now we gotta get to the bum. This is NFL, this is what we don't wanna see. But here's though. the problem though, uh little a little known factor that people don't take into account and we probably didn't take into account initially is that sometimes games get flexed depending on how competition starts heating up. Like um the the Sunday game, the I mean not the Sunday game, the Saints and Rams game was initially initially scheduled for like an an evening game or something like that. It got flexed to a night game. Okay. Just because of how they're how they're both shaping up as teams. Okay, so that's good. That teams, maybe they can do that get on Thursday night though. So well, they, Thursday night's weird because it's like that, they do, that early they turnaround, to, and they they do need to figure something out for Thursday night because you yeah. can't have like these Has trash teams. Like, I, there's no way I'm watching a, a Broncos Broncos Cardinal game yeah. unless I'm like stuck somewhere and this is like on yeah. TV. Yeah. I might check it out then, but like. I ain't gonna waste my time. I'm rushing home. Yo, I gotta get home for this Broncos. Yo, my bad, bro. I gotta head home. That Broncos game on. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I don't know who's winning, which I really don't. But like, I'm gonna say Broncos just because they're a better team. Yeah. So, but this has been. Our time here. It's been sports real. Talk, episode seven. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Go follow us. Follow us. Go quit your job. Quit like, your, nah. your job. Put your two weeks in right now so you can stay updated on the Sports Talk. Um, but that's it. Co-host, I'm Mike. I'm, I'm Dariq at 856 Philly. Follow Mike on Twitter at babygomez06, not affiliated with the birthday. Um, this was Big Brother Sports Talk, episode seven.